What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. It's time. Time to escape from the real world and transport ourselves to the fantasy world. Hi everyone, my name is Mel and welcome to K-Dreaming. Hello, K-Dreamers. We are back with another episode where we indulge into one of my favorite guilty pleasures, K-dramas and K-pop. I had so much fun with my friend Anna last time. I just had to bring her back on for another episode. So everyone say hello to Anna again. Hi, Anna. Hello again. <laughs> Anna, I'm actually really excited for this episode because um, I need to know your opinion. Because sometimes we, are, we differ an opinion on this topic, which I'll share in a bit. Mm-hmm. But to give a little quick story... Anna and I recently had a meeting with our moderators for our Korean drama Soulmates, and I find that whenever K-drama fans together, there's just this fun mutual energy that's just there. And I don't know, we just had so much fun talking with our moderators about K-drama, so that was really cool. Totally, yeah. Right? They're so nice. They're all from all over. There's one from Orange County, one from Toronto, one from like Philly. Like Yeah, Philly, South Jersey, I guess, yeah. Yeah, crazy. So I actually saw that some new people joined, which is really exciting because we are now watching 4K dramas at once. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in joining, please check out my link tree and my link in bio to join in on this like cycle of watching 4K dramas. Um, but actually, after the meeting, I was reflecting back and, you know, thinking that, you know, we're entering the last quarter of the year, which is 2022. I thought it'd be really fitting to talk through the best and worst Korean dramas of the year. Because there has been a lot of K-drama content consumed between the two of us and many people around the world. Oh my gosh. So much. So much. Too much. Just kidding. Not enough. Do you actually write a list of all the shows you watch when you finish? Do you do that? No, but that's why when I was prepping for this, I like tried to like come up with a list and it was just too long. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, holy moly, I have watched so much. I think we we do watch a lot of shows. So I I started this thing ever since the pandemic. I literally have a list that uh, titled shows I watch and like there's a master list of like everything from like Korean dramas to like American shows to I break down the K-dramas I watched and so far for 2022 I watched 12 shows oh my gosh that's smart I should start doing that I should start doing that but 12 shows of just Korean dramas 12 Korean dramas of the year so far that's pretty good that's a lot I watched like 20 like two years ago I think I'm just insane but I thought we could talk through just this year and the shows that we watch and like kind of talk to the favorites and like the not so favorites. I feel like people don't talk about the the ones they don't like as much because I don't know, maybe we're just we're just uh want to be cordial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But let's start it off with, you know, 
the good, the positive stuff. So, Anna, what are your top three K-dramas of 2022? And, like, why are these your favorites? Okay, so I tried to think about, like, a few dimensions of, like, you know, what what considered what's considered best to me. Because I feel like there was a lot of K-drama content just building off of 2021. 2021 was, like, a great year. We had, you know, Crash and we had Startup. We had, like, all... Wait, was Crash 2021? Maybe it was before. Wait, Crash Maybe... is 2019. I think it's the end of 2019. Okay, I watched it in 2021. <laughs> Because 2021 was, like, my foray, so I, like, binged a lot, but it just felt like a big year, and so, you know, 2022 is a big lead-up, and we have, like, all these platforms, right? Apple mm-hmm. TV came into the mix, we always have Vicky, we always have Netflix, and then, you know, a-, a lot of stuff that I learned from, like, our Soulmates group of, like, what people were watching, like, through, like, Drama Cool or, or like, other sites. But I will say, I think my favorites are still, um, I noticed that they're all Netflix K-dramas. Ooh. Yeah. So my top three, in no particular order, are um, Little Woman. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is like recency bias, but I also think it was just really, really good. Um, Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Mm-hmm. That was like such a good surprise feel good to me. Um, and then the last one might be a surprise to everyone here, but Juvenile Justice. Oh, you watched I don't know it? If I don't think you've watched that. I started it. It's kind of, it's definitely intense. It's dark, yeah, and intense. But I really, I really enjoyed that one. I didn't expect the last one. Yeah, I know. I didn't either. But um, I can I can share my sleeper hits, but why don't you share yours first and then we'll kind of talk. Yeah, we'll talk to you like why they're our favorites. So mm-hmm. we have some uh, overlapping ones, which is, you know, kind of nice. Oh. Um, okay. Also not in any particular order. My first one I put is Little Women. Again, it was the most recent one I just watched. But Mm -hmm. I felt like I haven't felt that way in a while watching a drama where it's like, I need to see the next episode. And like, it kept me on my toes. Yeah. And me and you, I know when it's a good drama where me and you are literally texting being like, oh my god. And we're like going (laughs) off at different hours of the day. And then I'm just like, it just you just know it's a good drama. It's like a talk. It's also very talked about. Mm-hmm. I also said Extraordinary Attorney Wu. Mm, okay, okay. I think I just didn't... That one for me kind of came out of left field because I just didn't... had no. I had no expectations going into it, but it was just what I needed at the time. Like, it was, mm. it was like, super easy to watch. It was, like, really wholesome. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just... It also was, like, informative. Like, I felt like it opened yeah. my eyes to, like, a different community. And I also like when the soundtrack's good. And, like, mm. there's some sweet hits... For extraordinary attorney that I like, and I always remember oh, this. Interesting. Yeah. Um, last thing I also want to say is I keep thinking about that one scene when she goes, "Whoa, whoa," <laughs> and it, and I just kind of like that because it just makes it's a reminder to just to like keep, it's okay to like kind of like chill out for a bit sometimes in such a sweet way. Yeah. My last one, my last favorite, mm-hmm. is actually Yumi Cell season two. Season two. So you like okay. season one too, right? But. I liked, I just like all of Yumi Cell. Like, okay, okay. I will say season one was stronger for me, but it made me look, it made me look forward to season two, which came out this past year. And mm. maybe it's just because I knew season one. So when I was watching it, it felt familiar. Like, for me, again, it's kind of like a extraordinary attorney rule where it's like, it was perfect for what I needed. It wasn't too heavy. Mm-hmm. I could put it on and just literally binge watch that show and just the element of the cartoons. Ah, yeah. It was just really cute. And um, the romantic parts of it was like, I just love romance. It was like the perfect combination. And 
I liked all the cast. Mm. Like, the cast was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and to this day, I think Yumi's Cell soundtrack is still, it's probably my favorite from the last last few years. I did like startups, but Yumi Cell, like, I literally, one of the songs is my alarm clock song. Wow. Yeah. So, those are my favorites. But I think that's it, cool that like a, a season two, like, still kind of like lived up to the hype. And like, it was still a favorite for you. That's like pretty big. Yeah, I season twos are rare in, you know, K dramas. Yeah. Wait, so talk through real quick. Like, why did you choose like those three? Like, but you share some things, but like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think see, like extraordinary turn. I think it's similar to you. It's like kind of a sleep like sleeper hit. Came out of left field. Was totally what I also needed at that time of like something light. I also felt like I learned something. I think I noticed just like in in like shows in general, um, I like really good writing mm. and I li- really good acting, um, and and the writing has to be like cliffhangery or like you know there's like something that's like happening that either needs to get resolved later or like there's a mystery happening or something like that. Yep, yep. And um, so I really love that about Little Woman mm-hmm. and like. The cinematography for Little Woman is beautiful. Like, literally every shot in that drama could be a, like, photo on the wall, right? Like, just so beautiful. And and I like getting, like, immersed into a story mm-hmm. and, like, getting lost in it. And I think these, like, three for me this year, I was, like, it had me thinking after watching it. Juvenile Justice I loved in particular because, like, it was a commentary on the juvenile justice system in korea Mm. which already is like pretty controversial and so and also like i love that actress um i forget her name i think it's a kimizu or something but like she's just like so good i watched that drama and then i watched signal which is like a 1990s drama that she was also in just really really good um so yeah those are kind of like I think I'm not, I'm less into, like, the romance, mm-hmm. but I don't mind, like, a romance storyline. Um, but there were some, like, runner-ups for me for the year. Okay. I don't know if you thought about this, but there were, I thought about a few. Okay, give me, give me your runner-ups. Okay. So this was purely, the first one is just purely on, like, I was shocked at how good it was. Mm-hmm. Remarriage and Desires, also on Netflix. <gasps> oh, okay. Had the yes, I will agree. I I did not even think about it. Yeah, but you got me on that, and I was yeah. like, I again, I would, I also would recommend that drama. Yeah, and like that was so just like shockingly unexpected, really good. It wasn't even like the story was like crazy. Like nothing was crazy about it, but it was just short and sweet, and mm-hmm. the acting was so good, and the everyone was so good looking in it. <laughs> I know. Also, obviously, there's different types of K-dramas, but We Marriages and Desires, I also appreciate the cast is older. Yes. Yes. I really appreciated that, too. And it was kind of like a, like the divorce arc of, like, re- getting remarried was kind of, yeah. I guess, like, kind of new. And, yeah. And then the other, the other two, just, like, if I had to choose, like, romantic dramas that I thought were really good, um, I know you didn't like this one, but Shitting Stars... I really liked. I think it's because I like the actress. I think she's so cute. And like her act. I didn't think that I would like it. And then it it was just like pleasantly surprised. And then the other one is Business Proposal. I actually really liked 
um the the girl actress in there too um Kim Sejong and like I I thought I've never seen her in something mm-hmm. actually no I did see her in something else but it was just very different and I was like oh this is like you know and like for like a purple you know like the storyline is like kind of reused but it was really mm-hmm. cute like they had good chemistry I don't know you I, didn't like though so I yeah. <laughs> uh, so we watch shooting star. Is it shooting or shitting stars? Because like, I I don't know. It's it's got the asterisks on the O's. I know. If you guys yeah, if you Google the title, you're like, how do you say this? But I so shooting stars was a soulmates K drama, and I was like, okay, so of course I'm gonna watch every episode. But I was like, this is a hell underwhelming for me. And the thing is, like, I like her too, because I liked her in Weightlifting Fairy, oh. and then the other one, she's good, yeah. Right. She also dated Nam Ju Hyuk, so that oh. was like a huge, like, oh my god moment. You didn't know? No. Oh my god. So side wow. tangent, they were both stars of Weightlifting Fair, and they after the like during the middle of the season or after it ended, they it got publicized they were dating, and it was like crazy. Oh my gosh. But they broke Dang, up. But... Had I known that in that time, I would have died. But I yeah, know that's sad. Um, that, which one is that the one you said? You said um business proposal. Oh uh, yeah, I like started it. And I liked it at first, and then like okay. I think it's a really, it's a very sweet, simple one. If you want to, like, just watch something easy. Yeah. Like, really easy. Yes. Uh, like, my, like, for example, if you're really into, like, cheesy Christmas romantic movies, business proposals for you. Like, my roommate yes. ate that shit up. She, like, binge watched it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, seen the story done so many times. So it was all right. But I could see what, you know, why you can enjoy it. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, so what is it about, like, romance that you enjoy? Like, you know, it's weird. Like, for example, like Yumi Cell, I feel like that storyline, like I like a little bit of like a different element to a romance, which is like the cartoon or like the brain element of like every cell. Okay. But Yumi's, maybe because for me, I'm like, oh, her life is so aesthetic. She's like a typical like nine to five worker trying to find her passion. She's a cute ass apartment and she's dating and it's just like feels like normal, but a little Mm. bit maybe more aesthetic and elevated that i'm just like ooh, i could see myself in this or i want to see myself in that versus mm. like other shows that are more like slice of life could be a little slower and maybe not you know which i will share about my other mm. dramas that i watched this year yeah yeah but, yeah. yeah you mean so it just it felt kind of like i think watching it it makes me think about what would i do in these situations like how would i like what would it, what would what would it be like for me and i think oh, they painted the story really relatable yeah. to someone maybe my age and like my lifestyle so i extraly i extraly that word i like liked you being sell yeah 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 okay I don't know about you, but it feels like a lot of my friends are now getting on that baby train. If you have a friend who is also expecting or have little ones still in diapers, I always recommend Pampers Swaddlers. With Pampers Swaddlers, you can also rest assured that this diaper will prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Swaddlers has dual leak guard barriers at the legs to help protect where leaks happen most. And they have a blowout barrier, which is an innovative back pocket built into the diaper to help prevent those messy leaks up the back. Did you know that on average, babies will use up to 8,000 plus diapers before becoming potty trained? That is a lot. That's why Pampers Diaper Stash is the hottest baby gift for 2024. So give a gift to a loved one that says, we see you and we've got you. Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund that all parents with little ones will love. You can organize friends and family to contribute to a group gift of an online stockpile that never has to run out. 
Pampers Diaper Stash is great because it takes the guesswork out of choosing what size and how many diapers to gift. It's so easy to do, and it's the gift that always fits. All right, Anna, so we kind of talked to our favorite dramas and why they're our favorites from the elements of like the, you know, the cinematography, the acting, like all these little things. But we can't talk about the best dramas without talking about the worst dramas, which I, yep. again, like mm-hmm. I mentioned, I don't think anyone really says if K-dramas suck. Yeah. Because I think maybe there's so much like bias towards an actor or things like that. But to you, what K-dramas or K or one did you like the least and why? So... My measure was like, one, I think is like, did I finish it? Mm. And then two, it's like, did, you know, at the end of it, could I have watched, could I have skipped it? Um, And I know, I think this one's going to be controversial because I know a lot of people like this one. But for me, I least liked 2521. Okay. It was interesting because like, it really got me in like the first like two episodes, but the parts that that got me were like the stuff with like Nam Hak's like family and like how he like they became like poor because of IMF and stuff. But then like the actual story plot of like Kim Terry and like the fa- it just I don't know it kind of fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is like probably probably on like the bottom the bottom of my my list. How about you? Um, I also have, so my answer, my answer, I was considering 2521 too, which I'll share a little bit later why. Really? Yeah. I, I thought you liked that one. Mm, I literally, okay, I'll say this. I just finished it <gasps> because it took me so long to finish. Mm. So, you know what? Maybe I'll just answer my, my question or my answer to this now, but yeah. So another, uh, for me, a question I'm going to ask you later is like what K-drama didn't meet the hype for me, 2521 didn't meet the hype for me at all. Because, mm-hmm. and it's weird because it just felt hella slow for me. Like, I'm like, yeah. dude, I can't get into this. Yeah. And it's hard because hella people liked it. And, like, my friends were like, dude, you're going to cry so much. And, and like, they really, they really appreciated the writing of it and the realness of it. Yeah. But it was okay for me. Like, yes, I did cry during Same. some scenes. But I struggled watching every episode. Like, yeah. I not struggled, but, like, literally I watch it during lunch and I'm like, I had no desire to really finish it. Maybe towards the end, I was like more inclined to. But it's weird because I actually don't mind this type of drama because I actually really like Hospital Playlist. It wasn't the most amazing, but I enjoyed this idea of like slice of life, group of friends, Mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. But I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just the style of it. And maybe like, like I like the vintage aspect of, you know, in the 90s and stuff like that. But maybe... Since I didn't grow up in Korea, it was a different type of relatability and nostalgia I didn't understand. Mm. But granted, other people felt that way too. But it's just hard because I think sometimes I felt I liked the characters, but some scenes just really frustrated me. Yeah. So it, for me, it was like, okay, but it wasn't like, it didn't meet the hype. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you just, and this might be a small tangent, but did you ever watch the Reply series? So that's another thing is like, okay. Everyone's telling me to watch Reply. I only watched one Reply series. The one with, um... Yeah. The one when they're, like, this... The, uh... Is it the G.O.D. kind of thing? Like... The 80s one, right? I watched yeah, that one. Yeah, the 89. I enjoyed it. But the other... Yeah. I started the other one that everyone recommended, and it took... It still t- takes me a while to get into it. Yeah. So that's same. Like, I think, for me, I can't 
I, I haven't been able to get into the reply series and I feel like 2521 is like kind of in that same bucket. I don't know what it is for me. Like it just doesn't resonate. Like I can't, so many people have told me to watch it. I tried, I tried multiple times and it's just, it doesn't hook me. Yeah. I feel you. Like maybe me and you, me and you both could try the reply one again. Cause I'm just like, literally everyone is telling literally. me. Literally. Yeah. I could be, this could be a misquote, but I think the writer of Reply did Hospital Playlist. Oh, interesting. Maybe. I could be wrong, but they just all like the slice of life type of like, kind of like a, uh, like an ensemble cast kind of vibe. So maybe, but like, yeah, it's also weird because I have friends too that also like did not like Hospital Playlist, but really like 2521. So I just, I think it's just, I don't know what it it's is. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have any other K-dramas you just didn't like from this year? I, I think I had a lot that felt just like mid, you know, like they were fine and I watched, I, I got through them, um, but nothing, I, I think 2521 is like the bottom. Or, you know. I think you have one, but you, you probably forgot. Oh, wait, what? Which one? Tell okay, me. so let me, let me share my two least favorite ones. I literally was like, okay. I'll just say I struggle real hard to finish <laughs> these two. Like, like, fuck. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> The first one is one we actually voted on for Soulmates. This is not a representation of our, our club. There's so many other dramas that we loved and we did really well. I did not like Now We're Breaking Up. Like, I wrote on my list and I was like, what is this? I had to Google it to be like, what drama was this that I finished? Yeah, the Song Egyo one, right? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, I cannot. I agree. Right? Yes. I, okay, so I thought the beginnings was the beginning was kind of interesting and it just got hella annoying. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was. And I also felt like their love story wasn't like i couldn't follow it and then um yeah and it's hard because i really like her i like the actress so much but i think ever since maybe she's going through some stuff maybe i don't know but ever since after descendants i haven't liked anything she's been in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i agree so that one was disappointing very disappointing the guy actor is like really hot but after a while i, like, I don't even care the one i will say i like the least like this is, this bottom, is my bottom. bottom my bottom bottom like I would never recommend this drama. It's forecasting love and weather. <gasps> I'm sorry. You hated it that much? It was so bad for me. <laughs> I think the storyline was just so bad. Like, so bad. Wow. The main thing that threw me off. Maybe, okay, keep in mind, maybe I was watching kind of more passively and that could be it. But yeah. their love story made fucking zero sense to me. Like, I still don't know. This is true. Like, I was like, okay, you guys are meeting. Like, I understand, like, there's drama on both sides. That made sense. From then, I feel like when they, like, progressed, it went from zero to hundred real quick. Like, they did. And I was like, I don't understand, y'all, like, how this went so fast. And I think with that, I was just like, F this. But I was forcing myself to finish it. Because, like, I don't like not finishing a Cray drama. But, like, that was, for me, like, pulling teeth. Like, I just didn't like mm. it. And I'm also very biased because I don't – I'm not a big fan of the the main actress either. So maybe that also yeah. played into it. I like him. But I don't know. Like, what do what you want to be sad about? Like, oh, he going this place to, <laughs> to look at the weather? Like, I don't know. Like, it just – Wait, he's like- on Jeju Island by himself. I didn't. I didn't love it. I actually didn't finish it, and okay. I don't think I have any thoughts of finishing it. I tried really hard. I think I'm like two episodes away, but okay. I just. But it wasn't the worst for me. I I, I also like Park Min Young, so like I think I'm biased. And I thought like, oh, it's about like weather people. Like that's kind of new, and I learned like a lot of Korean words from it. <laughs> okay, but and like about the Korean Weather Service and stuff like that, but. I wouldn't say it was like the worst, worst. 
Yeah, maybe I am just biased. It's hard because, like, I actually like the other stories a little bit more. Like, the like the dad who's never home because he's so busy. Like, I appreciate those storylines, uh-huh. but when the focus is on her, I'm like, girl, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say that that drama was, yeah, I, I didn't feel anything watching it. It was mm-hmm. like a have it on in the background kind of thing. And there was no other good dramas on at that time. I think yeah. it was that and then Tomorrow was on. Mm. Her uh, Tomorrow was good. I liked Tomorrow. I, I'm still like of an episode away from finishing it because it got like really sad every episode. And oh. I was so, it was like just very emotionally heavy because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's about it's it's about suicide. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But. All right. Yeah, see, okay. I see. Okay. I want. Okay. I would love if people are listening to this episode, comment on the on the Instagram post for this, and let us. If you are not afraid, share your least favorite K drama. Because, like, do you agree with yeah. Anna and my and our opinion? Like, in my opinion, like, is forecasting on the weather? Like, do people actually like it? Because I'm just like, it was just me. Like, I just didn't like it. <laughs> um. So Anna, like, I kind of share with you that 2521 was the drama for me that didn't hit the hype. Like for you, mm-hmm. one drama did not meet the hype for you. Oh man, there are two that I thought of. One, I'm super disappointed because, like, I really wanted to like it because, like, it's just it, – it, I just had really high hopes, and that's Pachinko. Mm. I could not finish it. I could not even get through an episode without falling asleep. I think I watched, like, three episodes. Okay. Why didn't – why did it not hit – like, why didn't what, – what about it didn't meet, like, your expectations? I think it was really slow. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning, it anchored heavily on, like, the past, which I, I, I understand because of the book. I'm curious your thoughts because you loved the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, it, the, it had, like, all the right actors and actresses and, like, almost all the right pieces, but it just never clicked for me. And I think that disappointment made me not want to, like, re-engage. I might give it another try. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was like the biggest disappointment for me. And then um, just like quickly money heist. I don't know if it, that's even considered like a K-drama, but uh, there was so much marketing, so much hype for it, especially following Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Like we thought this was going to be like the next thing to hold us over before Squid Game 2. And it was straight up boring. Like, really? Yeah. Okay. There was like it was. Yeah, it was not good. Hmm. How about you? What do you think about Pachinko? I'm curious your your thoughts. Okay, so um, I read the book years ago because actually our really good friend Sally, we both lived with her at different times in our life, recommended the book to me. And I still, from Bobby, I will say Pachinko probably maybe for the rest of this decade, my favorite book. Best. Wow. It was just so powerful. And hmm. maybe for me, because I had such a personal tie to the book, I was also very excited for the series. Mm-hmm. And when they cast Lee Mino, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, they're taking it to the next level. But seriously. I will say, maybe because it's been so many years since I read the book and then the series came out. When I watched it, I was like, there's a lot of parts I didn't remember. Interesting. And so it felt kind of, it didn't feel as, what is that word? It didn't feel like it flow, the story. Because I think huh. if you guys watched Pachinko and read the book, I don't want to ruin too much, but... In the book, it's 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 like a timeline. You're following a timeline. There's no breaks. There's no flash forward or flashback. In Pachinko, the series, they did a lot of flash forwards and flashbacks, which yeah. got confusing. I don't know why. I just think 
the book was so descriptive with the details and everything. Maybe Pachinko was meant to just be a book because your thoughts mm. and your imagination can run more wild versus if you had to make make it into an actual show. All these little things, you're like, oh, I didn't picture it that way. Like, I don't, and, it, oh, and interesting. it's, and I don't know, because it's just like, this is a really, maybe not the best example, but I just finished the Harry Potter series, but Harry <laughs> Potter for me, and maybe it's different now, but it hit the book. Like, the book, like, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still very yeah. relatable. Pachinko for me, I was like, oh, that's not, mm, not how I pictured it. Like, it just was different. Mm. Maybe because it's more historical and less fantastical, but I felt like, yeah, it just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't hit it for me. Yeah. So I, I agree with you for Pachinko. Money Heist, interesting answer. I was actually, it's been on my list to watch because of the whole Squid Game thing. I didn't watch the original, mm-hmm. so I guess now I don't have to. Have you said it's not worth it? I mean, try it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious also if, like, anyone's listening, if you guys thought, like, the ending was better maybe, then, like, maybe I'll try it. But just could not, could not get into it. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Did you have any others on your list that didn't meet the hype? Just 2521. It's either like oh, wow. everything else is like, okay, that's good. Like, you know, like, um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the first year of the pandemic, I mean, okay, I don't know what year it was, but the year of startup crash landing Itaewon class, it was like banger after banger after banger. And then literally, I feel the last two years for me just felt like, so last year, like they had Penthouse. I was like, yeah, I got the dramatic ass shit I could like lean on. This year, to be honest, like maybe just like an overall commentary of like 2022, it was not as strong. Like I just didn't feel like obsessed or like really into something. And it's just like, I, I I am feeling like, so I like, I love the year of the, again, like that year with all the dramas and last year, maybe for me, I had penthouse like season one through three to anchor me, to keep Mm. me really invested. And also watch, I watched sky castle. Oh yeah. So it was just like a lot of like, and Yumi cell to like really have these like, and home to was hometown touch a job this year or last year. Was that end of last year? Hometown touch. That was this year. No, it wasn't. Wait, no, it, wasn't. It, it was, was last, last year. year. It was last year. So I feel like yeah. we had these really solid shows from last year. This year, That's there true. was some, like, looking at my list, there was, like, Our Beloved Summer. There was 39. There was shows that were, like, good, but wasn't, like, amazing for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I also think, like, that's part of the appeal. That's, like, what I expect is, like, I expect to be obsessed yes. and hooked and binge, like, I love it when I binge a K-drama and I feel like that's like when we're you and I are like texting the most is like when we're binging something and yeah you're right like I feel like this year I didn't have as many like binge worthy things or it was just like yeah like last year was so good I mean we had like Hellbound which Mm. I thought was amazing I don't know if you watched that um I love that let me it's like the it was the scary like like, supernatural right yeah, yeah, but I like that one a lot. I mean, this year we had All of Us Are Dead, but it was just, like, it was okay. No, I, like, no. <laughs> oh, and then, like, last year we had Kingdom, too. Remember? Like, we, you watched, you loved, or was it two years ago? That was the first one we watched. That was a long time ago. But, like, yeah. you know what? I, I pulled up my list from last year. Last year we had Squid Game, which is insane. Yeah. We had Squid Game. We had True Beauty, Hospital Playlist Season 2. We had um oh yeah season two, we had yeah, the pen yeah and honestly the penthouse the penthouse for me was just like penthouse yeah it was like it just did it because that was like all three seasons in one right and me and you would be like 
freaking out the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I don't know, I think overall, like, 2022 for me wasn't a strong year for K-dramas. It, 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 it did its job. Yeah. But I guess with that said, like, you know, going back to your top three, Anna, like, out of your top three, or maybe it doesn't have to be your top three, but, like, which K-drama would you recommend to someone to watch? Because I feel like right now, too, like, I'm, I still, I'm still trying to get people into K-dramas, and I'm just like, what do I tell them to watch this year? That's a really good question, because I think they're, okay, like, if you're looking for, like, a romance, like, watch Business Proposal, it's really easy, um, it's, like, a good, you know, K-drama 101, if you want something, like, gritty, watch Little Woman, mm-hmm. like, I think that will suck you in, and, like, the beauty of it, and then I think if you want something, like, a little bit different, so, like, not typical, but is still really interesting, and, like, you'll love it, Extraordinary Attorney Woo, what do you think? Yeah, everything that I would have said. I said for... Oh, this, really? Yeah. I, I also said Little Women because I think... I thought that, I, hmm. I feel like the general public really liked it. Like, I have friends who are, like, lurkers or, like, would watch some drama, but only watch the <laughs> yeah. really good ones. And most everyone I know have made comments and DM me about, like, Little Women. They watched um, and I, it? Oh, wow. And I, and I feel like people who aren't into K-dramas could appreciate the storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, totally. It plays out like a movie. It does, it does. So I will also say yeah. Little Women. Um, you also did, you also gave good recommendations for like beginner K-drama watchers. So base, would you still recommend like the top, the three you, you said for any beginner watchers? Do they have to be from this year or could they be from any year? Let's do this year first. So this year would be the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think beginner would be probably like business proposal or extraordinary attorney woo. So what do you think? I also say extraordinary attorney woo is a good starter. It's like more wholesome. And then, if you want something quick, I said remarriages and desires. That's true, yeah. It's so nice because it's short, like, it's pretty short, it's sweet, and it's, like, really sucks you in, and it's good. Yeah, so I said that one. It also pisses you off, too. All right, so. It does. The last question, I guess, is, like, so, for any new K-drama watchers out there, beginner watchers, in general, general, let's say, like, this is going to be a hard one, all Korean dramas, which dramas would you recommend? Okay, I... Two come to mind. Okay. Um, because I I watch startup at least once a year. Like ever since you recommended it to me, and like I just I love it. I'm like actually in like watching it now, like just through, and I just like have it on in the background. When I'm working sometimes, and like I just love that. I also work in tech, and so I mm. think I resonate with it a lot. But like it's just such a good like good mix of like humor romance like kind of like you know an aspect of like what's gonna happen and just like it's so good honestly i i think that that would be a good one what what would you what would you say uh well for context the reason why i asked this question is because like i'm dating someone <laughs> and he has not watched k-dramas yet so i was like okay and mm. he, he just finished crash and he was like he liked it but he's oh. like he's, he's like okay because i like so my list is crash landing but I, will, yep. I love Crash, but I will say it can be very long and kind of sometimes heavy. Yes. I also said Itaewon class. Yes. It's just like this like redemption story that people love. And I also said Startup. Oh, really? Yeah, I said Startup. I, I don't know why. Like, again, maybe that's the, the year when all I watched all these three in the same year. Yeah. Best, my favorite year to watch dramas. And like Startup for me between Itaewon class and Crash, they're more lighter. And the reason why I recommend these three is that they're more they're more recent and 
for me, the storyline is unique, like very different. I haven't seen this type mm. of storyline in the Korean drama scene in a while. Startup, when I watched it, I was like, wow, this is so fresh. Like, I've not mm-hmm. seen this at all. Like, talking about a story within tech and like even the little yeah. scenes like of their like, um, I don't know. I just like really appreciate how modern it was. And I was like, this is so cool. Um, totally because i know people that like i would recommend older dramas but like for example my roommate she doesn't like dramas that like are filmed and look really old you could just tell Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the cinematography is much better now so i think if anyone that you have friends out there that like are looking into getting into dramas or you want to rewatch some old ones these three like honestly after this conversation i might recommend startup and watch it with my partner be like hey let's watch this because like it's so it it has the best soundtrack too Great soundtrack. Yes. Agreed. Ugh. I'm surprised you guys haven't watched it together already. <laughs> I know. I mean, Crash, you know why? So I watched Crash. I started Crash with him on some episodes, but Crash is something I watch. That's a drama I watch every year. So I kind of know mm. it too well. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen that scene. Versus Startup, I don't remember some stuff. So I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot also Startup makes you like crave corn dogs. Random tangent. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right? Well, okay, thank you so much, Anna, for joining me on this episode. This includes a super fun episode of Fantasy and kind of reflecting back on the K-dramas of 2022. And honestly, I know there's still like a month and a half left and there's some K-dramas left to be watched. But to be honest, I feel like this list is pretty solid. Mm Mm-hmm. If you enjoy Anna's opinions and kind of want to follow her life because her life is also pretty interesting. Um, Anna, where can our (laughs) listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at my name is Anna Lee. Um, yeah, or probably on Mel's Instagram. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like following Anna. She always posts like her her really cute dog or a girlfriend. I'm all for that content. <laughs> Again, if you like this episode, make sure to like this IG post and comment down your favorite and your least favorite K-drama of 2022. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you again for joining me. And until next time, bye. Bye.